Welcome to A Bittersweet, the Entertainment video game podcast. And today we are going over the long-awaited, long-anticipated, and just generally long, it was 50-odd minutes, Nintendo Direct from, oh god, I should have written down the date when this was actually uh, debuted, the 18th of uh, February 2021. My mum was Mike. And I'm disappointed. Yeah, you, me, and everybody else in the fucking world. Let's just, you know, balls on the table right now. Oh, this was not a return to form. No, I mean, we all, we probably overhyped it a little bit too much, but... Hey, but this was their first chance. Like, we, they kept the powder dry all last year, other than, like, a few select, like, very specific, like, this is a Mario Direct and a Pokemon Direct or whatever. Kept the powder dry because, obviously, PS5, uh, Xbox Series X come in. They, you know, they're not getting in front of those two rampaging balls. This was their first chance to say, look, we're still here, we're still relevant. You know, you probably own a Switch, you've done it, you've performed a miracle if you own a ps5 or an xbox series x um so good for you but this is their chance to really plant that flag and say this is what's coming next six months we're still relevant you can still enjoy us and they didn't really accomplish that goal no no they didn't the, the the mo of the entire thing was supposed to be games arriving on the system in the first half of 2021 because you know They've got nothing coming out in the first half of 2021. Mm. So that was very much the don't worry, lads, we're still in the game idea, which which kind of gradually fell away as things went along, mainly because there's not a fat lot coming out of what there is is in, you know, there's, they've only got to select things that are coming in the next six months and not a fat lot of them are particularly interesting. Um, and then the rest of it was just more, well... If you like JRPGs, you're going to be a very happy bunny, let me tell you. See, um, but this is where I think maybe this Direct went down a lot better in Japan. Like They're probably yeah. like buzzing off their tits for all the stuff that they announced for that specific market. But to a Western audience, well, to be fair, to a Western audience, there might be some people enjoying it. But to a Darren audience, nuh-uh. Yeah, no. And uh, this isn't even like a situation where... Where resident Japanophile Mike could uh, save the day. There is nothing to enjoy here, friends. <laughs> Do you know? Have you ever seen Euro Trip? Oh, have you I sh- ever seen? You shouldn't. It? It's it's not good. <laughs> okay. Um, but there's there's one scene that sort of stuck with me, and it kind of reminded me of this. Um, so it's a bit where they're getting drunk on absinthe in uh, Amsterdam, and one of the protagonists, they're all just confessing things. He just goes, "I watched a gay porn out of once. I thought it was a regular porn, and just kept thinking." The girls will turn up eventually, but the girls never came. That reminded me of this direct that I said to Rachel, like, don't worry, good stuff will come. This isn't just a Japanese direct. Something good will come, but the games never came, Michael. The games never came. <laughs> uh, we did 20 takes, and that <laughs> was the best one. Like they're just front-loading all the Japanese stuff now to, to get it out of the way, and then the last 20... It came like, right, the last half will be this. The last 20 minutes will be this. The last 10 minutes will just be... It's all good. It's so, They have to have something, right? We have to have something. And then it turns out they didn't have anything of note. <laughs> 50 minutes of just static. I know. I know. There was a brief point when you, you, we both... You, you text me going, here we fucking go. And I thought, <laughs> yes, he's here. He's the harbinger <laughs> of good news. But uh, even... 
even that didn't pan out. But we'll we'll get to that. Let's 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 hit the let's hit the road. Let's start from the very beginning. A very good place to start. Uh, Smash Brothers. Well, it started out. It looked like it was just going to be more Xenoblade Chronicles Two stuff. I, I was looking at it going, oh okay, more Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Great. Haven't played that. I've played a bit of the first one. And then as it went on, and then they did that bit where main character Rex was looking for other main character Pyra. And mm. and then they kind of arrived on that, that flat plane. I was like, oh, no, yep. come on. Mm-hmm. And, yep, uh, Pyra and Mithra, which is like kind of her like Jekyll and Hyde situation, um, are going to be playable in Smash Brothers. They are character pack number 10, I want to say. No, 9. Uh, you know more about Smash than I do, so yes. Hang on. Mimin was six, um, Steve was seven, Sephiroth was eight. Yes, this is this is number nine. This is number nine. Cool. So yeah. well, everyone beforehand, this is where the hype train is slightly to blame because everyone was like, "This is the first time I've seen unanimous speculation of no, it's it's finally time. It's gonna be Crash Bandicoot." Yeah, we all thought it was gonna happen. If they do an E3 this year, this this is Crash's last chance saloon. And I don't want to. I've kept the hope alive. I thought I thought it was going to be him last time. We we know that it was going to be Steve at E3. Obviously, E3 didn't happen. Um, and before that, it was Banjo at E3. Back when the world made sense. So it would make sense if they are doing E3 this year, which apparently they are doing E3 as a digital event properly. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe char- character pack ten will be Crash, but it's it's his last chance to get in. Because as we've seen, the, the majority of things that make it into Smash, as much as I love it, are Japanese-centric, most likely a sword fighter, almost definitely from a JRPG. So it's just... And you look at the quantity of them over these two DLCs, I fucking love Persona, but Joker is an anime um, character and does in fact hold a sword. Dragon Quest, it is anime and it is swords. Mm. Um, but uh, Byleth, I don't think we need to talk about the Fire Emblem hate. Nope. That was three out of the five of the original pack. Yeah. The other two being Banjo, the one that everybody in the Western world cared about, and Terry, genuinely that was the best surprise in the entire thing because he's real fun to use. He's fucking great. And then pack two starts off with Min Min. Doesn't really fit the mold. Um Steve, again, there's your Western representative. And then we've had two on the fucking trot. We've had Sephiroth and Pyramithra back to back. So it's it's not looking good. No. I would say that we're probably, if we're going to get Crash, he's going to be next. And if he's not next, we're not getting him. Um, but I do think we'll hopefully get something that has got a bit more of a, a worldwide representation next before we close the pack on a, presumably another Fire Emblem character. So is there only two people left to be revealed at this point? Yes, at this point, another. If we are getting a pack three, mm. it would have been announced, and it hasn't been announced unless they are holding that back for E three. We don't know yet. It's entirely possible that they go. Oh, there's only one more space left. Oh wait, no kidding. Here's another five. I don't see it happening. I think we all kind of thought pack two was a was a shoe in because of all the leaks and rumors that were coming out and. Yeah how everybody under the sun was at least in under contention. And then when Steve finally got in, it was like, yeah, it was in talks to have a Minecraft representation for five years. So I was like, wow, that was before um, Ultimate 
was even announced. It was like yeah. when it was in early early builds, they were like, how the shit do we put Minecraft in this? So, like, <laughs> it's... Any character is possible, that is kind of the point. However, let's not forget the biases of those creating the game. And uh, this is it on full force, because Sakurai very clearly said, look, I wanted Rex and Pyra in the base game, but we ran out of time. Um, forgetting that, of course, both of these DLC packs were made back-to-back, mm. um, this is this is them finally in, because, of course, they were being worked on after the, the main game wrapped up. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I hope you like... They look fine. Like, if you like <laughs> your sword cap... I mean, I play as fucking Cloud. I can't say anything. But, you know, I just it's just... More first-party characters. This, to me, is base game shit. Yeah. Like, that's when Nintendo front-loads the game with its own IP. I always feel like the additional DLC characters should be from third-party studios. And it's not like they don't have a good relationship with third-party studios. You could still have third-party characters that are inherently Japanese. I'm looking Tekken square in the fucking eye right here. Right, that's why. That's the big one. That If it wasn't going to be Crash and I had to put money on something, I would have thought, you know, Namco, you're right there, just just whack Jin in there. It'd probably be Jin, who to most other people who don't care about Tekken, is just oh, what was that quote? He is um, spectacularly Japanese. Um, <laughs> so I that fucking video. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, just go and go follow uh, Matthew of Botomania on Twitter and look at the um, I can't remember his name now. Um, yeah, there's a there's a guy, a, a very infamous wrestling commentator, Jim Cornette's breaking down the Tekken Three roster is funnier than it has any right to be. But yeah, I think Jin. You know what? Take the mick. Make us both hypocrites and put Yoshimitsu in there, who is a Japanese sword fighter guy. But I think it's one that the Western world would care about, which would be a very nice change. Um, but yeah, I, I think you have to face the fact that Steve from Minecraft was the Western pick. Like, that's the one that, that people over here cared more about than your Bylefs and your, well, not Sephiroth, but yeah, your Rex and Pyras, etc. I think I wouldn't bat an eyelid if the next two are equally obscure Japanese sword fighters. It's time to lower your expectations. And yeah, I don't think... Well, two things. One, it's probably easier for them. They have a base of a lot of, you know, anime sword fighters that might actually just speed up the DLC process, which at the moment, fair enough. Whereas if you've got to create a whole new system like you did with Steve, that's that's not good for the, for the crunch. So that... Two... I don't think there'll be a third pack because at some point you have to stop and you have to say, right, because Nintendo don't want to have exploitative DLC practices. They at least try mm. to avoid that. Whereas, you know, speak of the devil, Tekken is on to DLC past three and still adding in, game, um, you know, characters that have been around since Tekken 2 and 3. Um, although there's a new kickboxing guy that I, 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 I nearly brought it, Michael. I nearly had a moment of weakness. <laughs> Because they've replaced Bruce Irving, who was one of my guys, with this massive Thai, um, Thailand guy called Fakuram, who was just seven foot tall and kicks people in the face. He looks so good, but I was like, no, no, Darren, we're not, we're not supporting this, we're not doing this. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah. So I think number three, you don't do that because eventually you've got to stop and move on to getting into an early development for whatever the follow up to this game is. Yeah, I think it very much depends on the quality of the base game. And when the quality of the base game is like this, like Smash Brothers Ultimate, 
I personally think it's okay to kind of extend the, the longevity of the game. It's kind of like um, Dragon Ball Fighters, um, where they've continued to add characters as the series aired in Japan. Mind you, that's more of a synergy situation, isn't it? It's, mm. um, you know, Goku is going to continue to get more forms and more alternate universe characters are coming into the show. Hey, let's put them into the games if they prove popular. Yeah, cool. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, I think I would say it's last chance saloon for Crash next. But after that, we've just got two more Japanese centric characters and then Ultimate is done and in the books. That is that is my prediction. That sounds about right. And, you know, maybe that's, especially with the next generation consoles, I think we are going to see that more. Not live service games necessarily, but base games that you then build upon. I'd rather it not be paid DLC. I'd rather yeah. it be, you know, free updates for major things and then you just give them cosmetics if you want to spend a bit more cash on them. That, I think, is, is fine. But, I mean, that that's probably the model we're going to move to because that is easier to do with the increased storage on all the new you know next gen consoles that might be the way they go but yeah it's i think because it's the switch can't necessarily hold that much information i think yeah this is where this is where we see the end of smash Bros. ultimate it's had a hell of a run hell of a run but uh yeah i think it's time for it to start winding down and hopefully they can start focusing on other first party fucking content <laughs> oh dear right should we move swiftly on because the rest is going to feel like just reading through the bulletin to be honest yep uh, Four Guys is coming to Switch uh, sometime in the summer. Cool. Four Guys is good. It deserves to be on every platform. That's yep. all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Get for look forward to running around in a Mario hat. Oh yeah, actually yeah, that would be pretty dope. I would very much enjoy that. It'd be it'd be good if you could uh, do the whole um, like cross account play thing where you got one Four Guys account across all the systems. That'd be nice. Mainly just to confuse a bunch of people on the PlayStation servers with your Mario hat. As you boot them down a hole as Warrior, that'd be quite fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Outer Wilds is coming to the Switch again this summer. Um, no specific date. Um, I don't suppose you've played this. Uh, I haven't, but it does sound slightly interesting. It sounds like um, like a big space AAA game, but it's also Majora's Mask. Uh, I wouldn't say big. It's not a big game. Right. It's a mainly narrative-driven game. Um, a lot of like reading and finding out about places, but the whole shtick is that like you've got a little ship, you can launch off your own planet. I think there's like four other planets in the system um, that are all like you can like launch straight up, come straight back down, and your planet's moved. So they're all like moving as planets would. Um, and there's like this big mystery to uncover about life the universe and everything and uh oh yeah the um a supernova occurs every 22 minutes resetting the world so yeah it's mm. it's an interesting game it, it it was definitely right up mike street and i couldn't really get on board i thought it was a bit too high concept to begin with oh right it, it does take a lot of time to get to where it needs to be it certainly gives you a lot of freedom if that's what you're looking for on your video games you're gonna enjoy yourself but i think i prefer like what I like about the freedom in Breath of the Wild isn't here in Outer Wilds. Because Breath of the Wild goes, right, okay, here's all your basic shit. And then the second you come off the Great Plateau, it's up to you. That's perfect. It's already set you up. 
this feels like you're you like the beginning of the game is parachuting off the great plateau you're like okay what the fuck am i doing then but he's good i can't deny the quality it's a very good game all right so real quick side note i know you said it was the most angry game ever made but immortals just isn't clicking for me well there's things in it that i just can't get on board with like it's going to sound like a weird criticism but the fact that there's so many icons on the map that just pop up you know because you're either looking for them or because you've ran past them like here's a chest here's this here's that it kind of takes away some of that the the breath of the wildness of it it just feels like another ubisoft game we've and having just come off valhalla which has a lot of that but i was kind of expecting (laughs) an, an into it I, I just, it's just not working for me. Plus, like I said to you, I asked you, like, because you played it a bit more than I have at that point. It's like, surely there's like an encyclopedia bit in the menus, right, that tells you about all the Greek myths and everyone you're meeting and who they are and stuff like that. And you were like, no. I was like, but they do that in every Assassin's Creed game to an annoying degree. Like, every pebble in Assassin's Creed Syndicate had like a backstory to it. But they don't do it for this and there's they're talking about greek myth stuff that even i haven't read about i'm like that's a missed opportunity so yeah it's and plus the systems just aren't anywhere near as tight as they are in breath of the wild like the flying mechanics can fuck off <laughs> yeah they're real bad aren't they like you so you can't just like so i know it's nothing to do with the nintendo direct but real quick aside so i was trying to do a flying puzzle last night where, you know, you can get the wings of Daedalus like you can in God of War 3, and you can, like, glide. And then if you hit, like, um like big fans, it can, like, shoot you up higher. But once you hit the fans, you don't cancel your momentum. So if you're going really fast, you just fly straight through them into a wall. And I thought, okay, well, I'll just back up into the big, you know, gust of air coming up. But you can't go backwards. Like, you can't hover in place and just, like, inch your way backwards. You have to try and turn. But you can't turn on a dime. You have to then start soaring again. So you end up just basically just rotating around the column of air instead of being inside of it. And then you lose all your uh, stamina and plummet to your death. And it's just things like that that don't, didn't really ever come up in Breath of the Wild. There was never a point where it felt like the the, the mechanics of that game were failing you. It was either your skill or, the envi- or it was raining, basically. Um, those are the two things that can mess you up, and yeah, and the and the characters are annoying. Uh, just, uh, I'm I'm hopefully gonna finish it, but oh, it just hasn't worked. Like I thought it was a surefire bet, but nah, nah. <laughs> Maybe I just don't want to play anything based on this direct. It doesn't seem I'm excited for any video games. Cool. Uh, good. Glad to see that my recommendation didn't work out there. Uh... <laughs> I really thought I'd hit the nail on the head with Immortals. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Ubisoft unless... Did they come up in this? Mm. I don't think they did. I, I, think this I was did all... jokingly put out, like, because they just sent it, like... Because remember the last Direct they had? They were like, Assassin's Creed 3's coming. I was like, who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it's, it's not the worst. Unity's the worst. Because I cannot remember anything about that game and i platinum that game except for the main character's name i can't even remember that sebastian oh no that's him um (laughs) yeah i i I genuinely cannot remember a single thing about 
Unity, so that's probably the worst. But yeah, they're announcing that everyone's least favourite Assassin's Creed game is coming out seven years afterwards on Switch. I was like, they're going to announce, like, Syndicate's coming or some shit like that. But no, I don't think Ubisoft uh, popped up here. Well, I guess we'll find out. But first, we've got to talk about Famicom Detective Club. All right, we've done that. Uh, let's go. The fuck is this? <laughs> the, the, there are people on like um, other more reputable YouTube channels and podcasts who were like, "Oh, this is actually coming to the West for the first time. How exciting!" I'm like, "Is it? Okay, cool. I'm glad you're excited. Never fucking heard of the thing, and I'm glad to carry on living my life." in See, ignorance you are my litmus test if you're excited about something i know that means it's actually made an impact if you're not excited about it then i know i need to not even like put my head above that parapet of just yep. nope you can ignore that completely don't even bother um samurai warriors 5 though that's my jam that's my fucking jam uh so, so they redesigned the difference, some... between... the difference is oh sorry go on no, what's the difference between dynasty warriors and samurai warriors Dynasty Warriors uh, takes place in the Three Kingdoms era of China, somewhere between 150 and 300 AD. Uh, Samurai Warriors takes place in the Sengoku period of Japan, somewhere between, I think it's 1600 and 17... Oh, God. I'm just going to say 1800 AD. So, yeah, like, they're quite a way apart in terms of time. Gotcha. You can tell because there's guns in Samurai Warriors, so that's good. Ah. Well, muskets, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, um, Samurai Warriors 5, they've redesigned uh, two of the main characters. They've made them a hell of a lot younger. So it looks like storyline focus is actually going to be focusing way more on the early years of the Sengoku Jedi. So that's interesting, um, mainly because the Samurai Warriors games have been evolving to include... So there's three specific sections to like the warring states period and it's the three unifications of japan um the one that this one seems to be putting the focus on is actually the very first stage which is when um central japan was unified by nobunaga oda who's like this really famous figure in japanese history um often perceived to be kind of like a, a demon demonic man um because of the way that he, he he had like the smallest forces the smallest clan in 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 the country and then somehow took over the the the, sh the shogunate and became became warlord of the entire nation so it it's interesting because that story ends with a betrayal and the castle getting burnt down and it's fun um but they've definitely made the characters more husbando-ish so to speak they've, they've made them more fuckable and i don't know <laughs> if I, if, if i like that um it, to be honest anything anything to get more samurai warriors is great samurai warriors 4 was really really good like surprisingly excellent but that expanded the story further out which means you could have more characters if this is narrowing the focus i don't see how they can introduce more of the returning characters and still add i don't know whether this is going to actually be a roster shortening than it is a roster largening which i'm never okay with when it comes to a, a warriors game because the engine is almost exactly the fucking same this is why I like the Warriors Orochi series, which is like the big crossover one, because the last one they did had something mental, like 181 playable characters. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. You can't finish a level without unlocking somebody. It's brilliant. That's uh, but uh, now I'm guessing, as I've only had experience with this with the uh, with the Hyrule Warriors series, is there all that much difference between just like Japanese samurai dudes? 
it's uh, this is more difference in like the mechanics of the game so dynasty warriors is like their core series and is the more basic of the lot samurai focuses more on speed it does now anyway focuses more on uh speed and traversal and getting things done quickly it's got more battle objectives rather than just mow your way between here and there it's more like okay that stronghold's about to go down get over there that guy's in trouble go and help him go and break this dam so you can flood the castle go and set fire to this and you're more darting between the objectives before you can go and you know lamp a bunch of dudes right which which i think is actually now what um have not played it outside the demo but that seems to be what hyrule warriors is going for as well yeah largely it's um it's it's very much you need to go to these points of interest and deal with stuff as opposed to just straight playing through people most of the time i mean once you get to those objectives it's play through people um yeah. but yeah it, it's more uh, it's more about you now it's more capture the flaggy than than just out, outright blurring yeah so, so so hyrule warriors is very much aping the samurai warriors model right um okay. and i think the the fire emblem one they did was more dynasty warriors than anything else um so yeah like honestly that the thing is i know you don't care for the anime designs and i know you probably wouldn't care for the story especially when it's being told in kind of like extremely beautiful melodrama oh no yeah nah that's not for me no but you know the gameplay you'd be all right with because you're okay with um age of calamity so yeah it's all good so yeah that's going to be good that's coming out this summer it's also coming out on playstation 4 and xbox just in case uh, you thought that was an exclusive. They're, they're not going down that road again. Samurai Warriors 3 was exclusive to the Wii and nobody fucking bought it. That's, yeah, don't, don't. Nintendo can afford to do that. No one else should be doing that. Yeah, nah. Uh, Legend of Mana. Uh, it's got a remaster. Still looks like a fucking PlayStation 1 game, though. Just uh, it. It, oh, my God. Uh, and it's uh, it's coming out on June 24th. We did get a date for that cool if you like legend of mana they've already got the trials of mana on there but at least that is an actual ground up remake this is just hey guys we found the rom let's try running it through ai and see what happens <laughs> cool uh what's next monster hunter rise i'm kind of sick of hearing about this game now uh but it's coming out on march 26th they've showed off some more returning monsters I mean, it's not even like I don't like Monster Hunter. I do like the Monster Hunter games. I just don't care for this many of them. Right. <laughs> like when Monster Hunter World came out and it was a big deal, I really liked that game. Um, and then it just kept going. And give it a rest, lads, please. Well, so this is, I'm guessing this isn't a sequel to Monster Hunter World. This is more of like a contained thing. They're all pretty much contained things right, when it comes okay. to it. They've um they've got they've had numbered sequels up until four I want to say, um and then they've done like revamps of it so they have like four and four ultimate or three and three try I think it was called or whatever oh, yeah. um I know and then there's then there was world and then world had Iceborne but that was an expansion rather than a redo. Right. And now we've got Rise. So they're all pretty self-contained. They, they're games that it does help if you've played one before, but you don't necessarily have had to. Um, but yeah, they're, 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 they're what they are. It's more Monster Hunter. If you like Monster Hunter, you're going to have a good time. If you don't, there is nothing here for you that's going to be drawing you in. It, it's more of the same. 
again, never really touched a Monster Hunter game. Like, I was somewhat tempted by World, but then it was like, oh, it's all about preparation, and it can take, you know, half an hour to take down a monster. I'm like, I just don't have... I don't have the patience, I don't think. I would say try it. I would say when you get the PlayStation 5 and you get the collection, it's included in that. So you could definitely pick it up there and, and, and give it a go, but... I wouldn't even look at Rise if you don't like World. I'll put it that way. Cool. I'll do that. Mario Golf Super Rush. Is it weird that I thought this was the best thing of the entire the entire Direct? The fourth best Mario sports series. It was probably the best thing we saw. And if only because I quite like the idea of the, the platforming trying to find your ball on the speed mode game. Yeah. That, that look, looked real fun. I mean, if they did like, if they did that in real golf, that'd be pretty dope. Like, but it, this thing, it's fun, but it's still golf at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can polish a turd as much as you like, but it's still the driest game possible. Yeah, it is. It really is. I know that, again, there's there's some people that were really looking forward to this. The last Mario Golf game came out on the GameCube, I want to say. Hang on. They didn't do a Mario Golf game on the Wii. I don't think they did. What? Yeah, that that sounds right to me. I don't remember a Mario Golf game coming out on the Wii. Because they they had Strikers. I know that much. That's something that should come back. Mario Strikers was the tits. Uh, yeah, Rachel was like, "Why is Mario in a golf game?" I was like, "Oh, sweetie, you don't even know. Um, <laughs> Mario's done everything. Uh, Mario Golf series. Here we go. Uh, Mario Golf, Mario Golf, GameCube, GameCube. Oh, damn! Somehow, it might. This will be the first on console, like home console release of a golf game since yeah, since Toadstool Tool." In 2003, so it's been 18 years since a home console Mario Golf game. Damn. Jesus. They must be out of ideas. Um, wow, he, like, I said to Roger, I was like, yeah, there's been Mario Strikers. He's been in the baseball game, all the Olympic games. There's, like, you know, I'm sure there's Mario Shuffleboard or Mario Bowls, if you really wanted to go looking for him. <laughs> um, tennis, etc. Yeah, but... Yeah, you're right. They, they, for some ungodly reason, they skipped the most golfable console ever made for a Mario Golf game. Yep, I think, I think, like I said, it definitely got a football game. Um, you know that well-known thing for needing a racket. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, good God, he's been in a lot. I mean, this is most of the Waluigi appearances, so I should be more for Mario Sport games, but I don't. I've never even played a Mario Party game, so. <sighs> How? How have you never played a Mario Party game? Like, because Mario's fine and all, but, like, I like Mario Kart and I like the platformers, but I've always been more of a Zelda guy and just all the sport games. Because I had Wii Sports, I didn't really feel the need to expand past that. I'm like, well, this will entertain me on that, like, 20-minute itch of I want to play a sports game on my Wii. I will never expand past that. Plus, again, it's based on sports I don't largely give a shit about, like golf and tennis. Uh, Mario Strikers I probably should have picked up because, you know, Wrecking Fools as Waluigi sounds fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I barely played FIFA. I'm not going to chance a Mario game. <laughs> <laughs> I 
fair enough. Well, maybe maybe this will be the one. Um, but let's continue swiftly on because there's there's still more shit to cover. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands that came out in 2014 and it's finally coming to the Switch in 2021. You see what the I mean? The fucking PlayStation 4, like sorry, the PlayStation 3 ran this as well as Android, iOS, Mac. Oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking web! Finally coming to Switch. Happy days. It's not even a bad game. I really liked it, but I would, because I'm a sucker for anything with Borderlands on it. Yep. But uh, come March 24th, you can buy it again. I mean, we'll be talking about buy it again later, so mm. hold, my, uh, <laughs> hold my criticism on that one. Yep. Uh, Stubbs the Zombie. This game came out in 2005. Who the fuck is this for? Like, I'm just right? so confused. I'm so I... confused. I knew I'd heard of this game before, but I was, but everyone was acting like it was a brand new thing. I'm sure I've heard Rebel Without a Pulse before. Yeah. And turns out I was right, but yeah, who, who wants it? Apparently, it, it isn't good. <laughs> It'd be, be so funny if it isn't good. That would be like, really funny. <laughs> like they remade an Xbox original game that wasn't even a good Xbox original game. They, God, they're scraping the barrel. I'm real worried about them at the minute. Unless they've got the greatest 2022 lineup that mankind has ever seen. It's, it's, I don't know if they're resting on the laurels because the Switch just sold so much early on that they they can kind of coast until they need to gear up for another console launch or whatever. But yeah, when when this is taking up a good 30 seconds to a minute of your direct, that's that's bad. That's not a good sign. I'm not saying it's beginning to look a lot like Sega, but you know. Mm. Let's keep it in mind at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is planning on coming out on PS4 and Xbox One as well. So this isn't this isn't something that Nintendo decided to specifically buy. Thank thank God. But uh, Jesus Christ, an original Xbox get. Oh, we're all holding our hope for fucking Blinks the Time Cat next. Oh Christ! And it's coming. Uh, no more Heroes Three. Hey, look, a game I actually give a shit about. Uh, coming out on August the twenty seventh, uh, which is good because we've been really avoiding having a release date on this the good news is is that it, it looks the right amount of insane for a no more heroes game so thank god for that um yeah they looks like they've added more complexity to the combat there's more weirdness involved in the mini games there appears to be a lot more like contextual battle systems that are like specifically parodying certain things I, i'm all down for this this is the only thing in this entire like direct that has been an absolute home run like yep that told me exactly what i wanted to know it reassured me that the game's looking good and carrying on development and it's going to come out in a in a timely manner for me to get excited about it well done well done no more heroes 3 this is definitely on the wrong side of the jrpg line for me so you can move right along i mean it's not a jrpg darren that's the thing it's it is very much an action game You, you know what i mean my japanese tolerance line it, it's, it, it's just on the wrong side of it. I've just, I watch that trailer going, this this is too weird for me. <laughs> it it has had two work. games before this ramping up the weird, to be fair. Fair enough. Um, and having not jumped on at the ground floor, I'm going to just carry on. It's doing its own thing whilst I'm over here. I mean, the original games are both on Switch now, so you could try No More Heroes 1. It is a fun game. I think it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise of non-committal <laughs> like Monster Underworld I at least had some 
level of interest to 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 rely on. I I I, I think I can go to the grave having not played No More Heroes and, and not feel like I I missed out. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, okay, speaking of the grave, um, neon <laughs> white. I mean, it was very much going for like a angels and demons style thing. I think thing is the best way of describing this one. It's certainly interesting looking, but as far as I could tell, it appears to be some kind of card based speed running magic game. Uh... What the fuck is this? Uh, at least it's in- interesting and-, and making me question things as opposed to going, oh, Christ, why more of this? See, it's coming out by Anna Perina, who I thought was just a film production company. Anna, Anna Perna. That's it. Pretends that they have like a, a side hustle in video games. And another podcast I listen to rates that um, company pretty highly, saying they don't tend to put out bad games. They put out weird games, but they don't tend to put out bad games. So maybe that's a, a mark in its favour. But again, there's that Japanese tolerance line of just... Uh, no, 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 no. They don't, don't even necessarily make Japanese games as well. That's the that's the weird thing about them. This is very oh. much like yeah, yeah. This is very much like the first foray into even getting close to anime for them. Well, good. Uh, <laughs> we, we all we all sin sometimes. We do. You, I'm really running out of comment here, Michael, because this was <laughs> we are now knee like we are chest high in the like Japanese montage. I'm really not trying to come across as xenophobic, okay? Wait until the Zelda section and it'll all pull back out, but but I I really struggle to pay attention to I can't pick these things apart. I'm having to rely on you describing what that game was because they're not in the notes. My notes started <laughs> on the Smash Bros. characters and they picked back up on Zelda. <laughs> well, don't worry, Darren. Next up is something that we actually do know a lot about and something oh, that is on. very near and dear to our hearts. Uh, it's DC Superhero Girls Team Power. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgot about this. I think this was the point when I just realised that Nintendo didn't care. And they were just like, fuck it, put this in the direct. You know what? You know what, though? I'll say I'll say this. Like, I was all about to start ragging out, but like, clearly, Michael, as, well, I'm now 30-year-old uh, dude, I don't think we're the target audience for this. So... No. Any level of criticism we can really level against it only really, you know, detracts from our other opinions, really. It's, it's, it looks fine. It gets people into superheroes. Cool. Means I don't play Bratz games better. Mm. So. It's still not di- Goodbye Dinosaur High, so. Oh, yeah, that didn't raise its ugly head. <laughs> I, I mean, you forget coming. that was the PlayStation 5 thing. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> I just the thing is that's not just the universal marker of how bad can a game look. It's like, well, if it's not getting anywhere near Goodbye Dinosaur High, we're doing all right. I genuinely thought that was a Switch game. I forgot no. that was PS5. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, I take I take it back. I I I, I mean I don't take anything bad. Like I said about Goodbye Dinosaur High, that thing looks like the worst possible thing, but. Yeah, that's that's the vibe that was coming out because I kept saying to Rachel like any second now that game's going to turn up because we are they they are front loading this thing with all of their Japanese indie developer stuff, but uh, or, or weird free releases of Xbox original games apparently. Um, <laughs> right, what's next? Uh, Plants vs Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Oh, uh, another edition. <laughs> another port. <We're> <laughs> 
like how hard is the switch to program for that five years later everything relevant then comes out now like it can't be that difficult to switch it over to to convert it over to the switch right that they have to take this long to put plants versus zombies out on there well battle of anoberville i think is the third in the series um so i mean it's just it's just the standard nintendo delay of getting anything working on that fucking thing but don't worry the next game is more of a um more of an achievement to getting things running on the uh on the switch uh metopia it's a fucking 3ds port oh honestly actually metopia looks like a good game don't don't michael don't do don't say that i i, I it looks dumb and stupid and fun fine okay i, if, I don't know why they felt the need to keep the me's relevant but all right yeah it's a bit weird but if we allow this to happen they can port more 3ds games and i can get sun and moon hd that's what i want really yeah i fucking love sun and moon I mean, so do I, but they they still work perfectly fine on, like as a collection on eShop thing, that'd be quite nice. But uh, I, I I wouldn't hold your breath for that, Michael. I think that they they've got their eyes on different remakes, hopefully, which hopefully we'll find out about this week. Oh God, yeah, that's going to be this week. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of anniversary things, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting Mario items. Cool. Mm-hmm. generally like whatever it's fine people like decorating their their islands in animal crossing uh this will add a functional warp pipe which is pretty cool um it's actually going to be quite good for traversing the island actually so that's that's quite good uh oh boy uh, sorry yeah that update launches on february 25th by the way and they're going to continuously add things until march 1st um and now the <laughs> the the entrant for the the newest best title for anything ever it's time darren for project triangle strategy <laughs> this is the point where i basically just started throwing things just like right okay no they've got nothing if they're <laughs> dedicating 10 minutes to something called fucking project triangle strategy they haven't got anything meaningful <laughs> what is this what is this weird i know people like retro graphics but this weird 2D, HD, 3D combo thing, it, it, oh, I don't get it. I just, I just don't get it, Michael. Well, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to call it a spiritual successor because I believe it's by the same studio, but it is a, a in-universe thing with, do you remember Octopath Traveler? I've heard of Octopath Traveler. Yeah, that had the similar, like, Nice painted backgrounds with like 16-bit sprites on top of it. Yeah, that is very much the mo of this new uh, this new thing they're doing, and that originally started out as called, being called Project Octopath Traveler, but people liked the title so much it became the official title. I don't see Triangle Strategy hanging on, but uh, we'll see. Oh Jesus! I, the, the, yeah, like the, the the sequel of Square Tactics could. Uh, really change the ground i i get that people are excited because i mean this was other than the title being quite silly a lot of people did come out and say this looks interesting it's a very kind of intricate japanese tactics game that i've you know what i've never actually tried this might be something in a different presentation box i think this might be something that I wouldn't necessarily be rushing out to try, but if ever like a free trial came up or a demo or something like that, I could give it a bash on, fine. But I just really don't like that art style. 
Mm. Good news, though, Darren. There is a demo available now. So huh. be sure to download it for posterity, if nothing else. Yeah. Because <laughs> it'd be fun to have... Triangle Strategy. <laughs> Before they rename Project Triangle Strategy, you could still have something called Triangle Strategy on your Switch. Lovely. You know what? Maybe it's time I gave something else a go. Why not Project Triangle Strategy? <laughs> so what's, what's, what's it about? What do I do? Right. Um, so this is actually very similar to the Fire Emblem series of games in that it is a... Oh, no. And, and do, Have you played a Fire Emblem game? No, but I don't want to. Okay. I've ruined it already. Um, so it's, it's kind of like an on an isometric grid and you can do... Uh, like movement of your troops uh it's going to be like a turn-based system and there'll be attacks this seems to be putting in a, a three-way morality system as far as i can see um they, they revealed that they were doing this in kind of the most hilariously grandiose way that opening trailer where it's like what ideals will you espouse like who fucking talks like this <laughs> please espouse? stop yeah they use the word espouse espouse uh, e-s-p-o-u-s-e oh this is a niche of a niche of a niche they're aiming for (laughs) oh god so it looks like there's gonna be like diplomacy options in the story and there's different characters that you can ally yourself with and all this it it genuinely looks like it's going to be a well-made game However, it looks like Octopath Traveler, and I didn't like how that looked either. That that like you say, that weird mix of like um like high definition like drawing slash painting style backgrounds and then sixteen bit sprites. Because I'm just sick of seeing things in sprites now. Like yeah, I remember sprites being great. They used to be able to convey a lot of information and a lot of detail in a very like small form factor that was the point now we don't need them anymore like we've got systems that can make actual 3d models just start doing that it's not hard it's no you know exactly who the people who are doing this are the people who also buy vinyl despite the fact it's an outdated medium and we've moved past it they will keep it going um so i i imagine i just remember i think you might have some vinyls yeah but mostly collector's items for me Right, but I mean, you don't sit there going, oh, but music doesn't sound right unless it's on a vinyl player. Oh, no, I couldn't give a shit. I just I just like having, like, I'll tell you why I like having them. I like having the big artwork, and that's about it. Fair enough. I get it from that point. But, uh, yeah, I imagine the same neckbeard who, who think that music only sounds right on a vinyl are also the same people who are trying to save sprite artwork, despite the fact we don't need to. We've moved past that. We're not playing cassettes anymore because they're an outdated medium <laughs> like sprites. Um, but if it's got an audience, fair play to Octopath Traveler. I've heard of that multiple times, so clearly people liked that. And if they made money off of it, then keep the, the keep the formula, I guess. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, what isn't interesting is what we when we thought the the direct was going to be saved when Star Wars popped up. Um... Yeah, <laughs> and then coming by zinger it's like the farmville people <laughs> yeah oh no oh god you, star you, wars so, hunters so you took the license off of ea and gave it to possibly the only more exploitative game developer in the world in zinger all right okay i hope you like microtransactions yeah thanks for punishing the fans again i guess jesus christ um, it appears to be, I mean, we don't know what it is. 
It might be an arena shooter. It's a free-to-play thing, so I wouldn't put it past it being a fucking another battle royale. Um, and there seems to be a lot of bounty hunters in it. Therefore, the name Hunters. Cool. That's not touching that with a fucking barge pole, mate. Nope. God, this. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners. This might be the most downbeat like review of anything we've ever done. God, we weren't this sad about Fanforstic. <laughs> yeah, because at least we could turn to each other and just have fun. Like we had was... no hopes for Fanforstic, and therefore <laughs> it was fine. We had we had somehow got our hopes up about this direct and had them quite expertly dashed. Yeah, we accepted our fates that time round. This time yes, we, we didn't. Did. We didn't think this was coming. Oh, oh, are God. we nearly at the Zelda news, Michael? Please tell me we're nearly at the Zelda news. Uh, yeah, we're nearly there. Um, okay, I think this was the point where I think all hope was lost for me when uh, EA revealed Knockout City. Whatever the hell that is. Yeah, exactly. That's that's when I knew that I was like, okay, no, this isn't getting better, is it? Um, it's a fucking dodgeball game. Cool. It w- it had that really fucking wanky um, like they're interviewing all the characters in different art styles thing. Mm. I'm like, don't try and be like fucking drawn together. Like you've not, EA has not earned the right to be like drawn together. This is not, not okay. Um, good news. It's we're going to be one of those fucking always online bullshit things. It's probably going to go free to play. It's probably going to have be riddled in microtransactions. Uh, there's going to be, it's going to be released in May. There might be a closed beta available now, I think it is. Yeah, it's available now. Um, cool. That's as much time as I want to give that because that genuinely felt like the death of the medium. Uh, we've got Hades. It's getting a physical release. I, st- I still need to play Hades. It looks really good. Like It looks right up my street. Even though it is like a, a roguelike dungeon crawlery thing. It has a cool story and art style and battle mechanics, and I'm looking forward to playing it. Mm. Just haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'm tempted for that too. And given all the positive reviews that game got, Mm -hmm. it's worth a punt. It's definitely worth a punt. I don't think I've ever played a roguelike, so this will be my first dip my toe in that arena. So, yeah, and and again, sucker for Greek mythology other than the stuff that Immortals is laying down, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, so this, this might be better than Immortals. Which yeah. probably probably won't be hard. Uh, we've got the Ninja Gaiden Madster Collection coming to Switch on June the 10th. It's got Sigma 1, Sigma 2, and Sigma 3, or just Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge in it. Cool. Um, they're good games. Fine. It's not the Japanese collection I wanted, Maggle. No. No, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't the one I wanted either. <laughs> Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass. They they only allowed us like a precious fleeting three seconds to read the fucking list of what's in it though. Yes, yeah, so hang on, I'll get the uh, the deets. Um, I think it was so pack one. Uh, hang on, uh, Hyrule Warriors uh, Age of Calamity DLC. Okay, so um, yeah, it was the the briefest of brief glimpses of that. But here we go. So, pass one. I have to move the laptop. Uh, has new weapons. Oh no! Purchase bonus is you get a new weapon for Link and a new costume for Link. Um, wave one in June will expand the roster. Uh, no numbers, no details. Just expanded. Uh, new weapon types are added. Uh, new challenges and new challenging enemies. So, 
that's um, more akin to the Master Trials they did for Breath of the Wild, where they're just going to up the difficulty for those who've already played it. Wave 2, more new uh, character vignettes. So, a bit more story, but if it was important, it would have been in the base game. Uh, newly added stages, expanded roster, and new battle skills for existing characters. So, it's it's funny, because... So, you haven't played Horror Warriors Age of Calamity, have you? Other than the demo, no. You do intend to play it, I'm guessing. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. I won't say any more about plot, but... The the there could have been more expansion, but like I said, if it was important, it would have been in the base game. Um, the artwork used alongside this seems to hint that Robbie and Pura will be at least two of the added characters. It um, does, yeah. Which to be fair, I I had Impura as like my second main, so adding more Sheikah people to that is fine. But oh I, shit, I don't does that know. does that mean you can play as the Egg Boy? Uh, I want to play as the Egg Boy. I want to play as the Egg Boy so uh, bad. I, mean, Take, I could tell you. Taking that as a yes, you get to play as the Egg Boy. <laughs> yes. You, you do get to play as... you, you got to work for it, Maggle. Uh, but you do, uh, you do... You can eventually play as the Egg Boy. Yes. Um, yeah, so... Robin Pure being added, fine, but that's not game-changing. Um, there's, there's two new characters introduced in the story that I think they'll add as well from the bad side of things. Um, those are like if it's only going to be four, I would put my house on it being those specific four people. Um, I because I don't know who else you can add really. God, I really wish we did play it so I could talk a bit of spoilers. But um, yeah, it, I, I really enjoyed that game. But this twenty quid for two ways of DLC isn't the worst. But there's nothing in there that I, I've finished that game and I'm pretty happy with my time on it. I don't feel the need. Like there's still some levels I haven't done, but because I've completed the main story and all the levels I have left are for characters I haven't really played as, mm. and you don't earn as much rupees as I would like through playing normal gameplay. You can't. There is a way where you can like grind people up to. So Link's my top level. I think he's like level seventy. You can pay money in the training barracks to drag any character up to his level to like you know um turbocharge them but it's characters i haven't touched for for basically the whole bit of the game basically it's rivali i haven't bothered with the chicken because <laughs> i don't want to bother with the chicken I, I leveled him up when he was important to story missions but other than that i've left him alone so i've got to drag him up 40 levels to get him to the point where he can take on this mission that's outstanding so yeah i i feel once I, the narrative done i liked the gameplay i didn't love it to the point where i just play it without you know it teasing it more story nuggets for me. That's fair. The, the thing is, though, it is it is going to be more for people who want more. And yeah, you know, if we take if we take the original Hyrule Warriors, which oh, they added more when they ported to 3DS, which was a weird thing. Mm. Um, then you know, people who have the appetite for a bit more can can get it, and hopefully, it won't actually affect the story. Because I think that's that was the big difference between the original and this one, is the original was very much a fanfic, and you were buying more of the fanfic. And it's like, oh, well, none of this actually really matters. Whereas this being that direct prequel to Breath of the Wild, it's like, well, fuck, are we going to be missing anything by not having the pass? So that's, that's a big question. True. Well, see, I think I'd be more for that, though, because because it's a cano- well, canonical story, they they're limited in the characters they can add the the beauty of the original was they could just chuck in here's toon link here's midna here's um you know the 
the one from Link's Awakening, his tingle. You can chuck all that in. Uh, or although a Hyrule Warriors style tingle would be, sorry, a, a Breath of the Wild style tingle would be funny. Um, <laughs> because they're not going to do, I don't feel like they're going to do that. Um, there's there's not a lot of scope for expansion. Um, but yeah, if if you're into this, if you're into the gameplay more than I was, like it was good, I enjoyed myself. But the fact they're adding new weapons for Link, which is an entirely pointless endeavor, because the second you get the Master Sword, you don't need anybody else. You can main that game as Link and basically play as Breath of the Wild 1.5 anyway, which is what I attempted to do. He, you can use a spear and like a heavy club, but why would you want to? They're nowhere yeah, no. near as good as the sword. So whatever they're adding in, I don't know what you could add in. What's a weapon type that he has in the game that isn't in here other than the Korok leaf? Eh, that could be fun. Yeah, maybe that'd be, that'd be pretty neat. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Oh, 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 what if like... it's the bike? Oh, oh, yeah. I could be down for that. If the bike Actually, was no, the weapon. There's, there's one character that has like a kind of mobility-based weapon and she's quite irritating to use. Um, uh, but, yeah, so I'm, this just perked my interest. I was like, oh, thank God, a game I care about. This is good. Maybe this is the start of the, of the upward momentum. <laughs> That's funny. You're funny. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> then they did like a, a bit of a sizzle reel thing. So we had Bravely Default 2. It's coming out end of this month, I want to say. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection starting next month. Saga Frontier Remastered. Hey, look, more PlayStation 1, Ma. Um, <laughs> that's coming out soon, I guess. Uh, Apex Legends is finally coming to Switch. Like they talked about this ages ago. They've only just sorted it out. I think the big deal was getting it to work cross-platform. And that's what's mm. held up the entire thing, which, okay, fair play. I like Apex Legends a lot. So having the ability to play against people on Switch will at least give me someone to beat. So that'd be good. That'd be real nice. Um, and that's when, that's when fucking Daddy Aonuma showed up. Mm. Um, and uh, literally I'd message you being like, yeah, well, here we fucking go. Like, this is it. This is what we've all come yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> then it was literally like a lot of you have turned up today um for news on the breath of the wild sequel and then just flatly was like sadly we haven't got anything to share <laughs> i just messaged you oh for fuck's sake just turn up and go bet you're looking forward to this ah well <laughs> um so so they mean to tell me because they only showed they didn't show gameplay when they revealed it like a year and a half ago was just a, like a bit of video you mean to tell me in the last i know it's been a weird year and a half but you mean to tell me you haven't got just another cinematic you can play that's that'd be enough that would slake some thirst just give us like the bare minimum so that you know all the youtube hyper analytical channels can pick over it for the next six months like they did the first trailer i'd be fine with that but Nah, and it it by the sound of them saying we hope to show you more later this year, that completely wipes it off the list. I think they're not gonna if they if they're you know not even willing to showcase it in February. There's no way this is coming out in 2021. This nah. is now I'd say 100 nailed on 2022 release. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, I'd have said so. And even then, what can it push later? If it can push to another system, will it push to another system? Like uh, like the Switch Pro or like the the next 
the the next console. I mean, you got to think the Switch came out in 2016, I want to say. 2017. Yeah. 2017. So 2018, 2019, 2020. It's in its fourth year now. And yeah. if we if it pushes back next year, that's in its fifth year of its cycle. If we had a, a console revision, a Switch Pro, much like we had a, a, a 3DS and a 3DS XL, mm. and we started getting exclusive games for that console reiteration... Oh, they can't do that. Would I wouldn't put it past them, Darren. I would not put it past them. Yeah, the, three, the, the new 3DS thing really does smack... That, 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 yeah, that's a good point. Let's let's not even talk about this. Let's not put it into existence. Let's just, let's just leave that box closed. Um, yeah, I, I no, sure, surely this is going to be a Switch game, or at least a cross one, because they have done Zelda cross games in the past. Like Twilight Princess was a Wii and a GameCube game. So, and and uh, being Breath of the Wild was a Wii U and Switch cross as well. So that's true. That's true. I, I still remember our, uh, our first time playing Breath of the Wild on the Wii U of all things. Oh god, what a great day that was. That was magical. Um was a wonderful day. <laughs> less magic. Oh sorry, I'm fucking just burped Mad. directly into the microphone. <laughs> Unfucking believable. I mean, um, it's more grace than Nintendo showed. Um uh, so, Skyward Sword HD, let's just fucking pull the plaster off. So, you did this to me. <laughs> you did this to me. You sent me that mock-up of the Zelda, because they, when they obviously did the Mario 35th anniversary, they had uh, Mario 64, Galaxy and Sunshine, and you sent me that picture of Wind Waker, Twilight Princess and Ocarina, and I, be- and I believed it. I know it was a mock-up, and I knew it was a mock-up, but I thought, oh, that... That doesn't make sense, though. They've got them sat right there. They've just done HD ports of these for the Wii U. They surely want someone to play them, so why not port them? They've done an Ocarina of Time HD remaster for the 3DS. I imagine you just need the same level of like upresing that the that Mario 64 got for that collection. So I believed, Michael. I believed that was what we were getting. And instead, it's something that I would have otherwise been okay with hearing news about. But instead, I got myself overhyped and then had to deal with, no, they're releasing what is unanimously agreed is the worst home console 3D Zelda game is coming at full retail price. Oh, joy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the bit that stings, especially when they showed off the Skyward Sword theme Joy-Cons. Because, actually, they're quite nice. They're... Yeah, I, I, might, my, my, I mean... I don't want to buy more Joy-Cons for them to just get drift, mm. but I, oh, did I, even Rachel was like, do you want the Master Sword and Hylian Shield ones? And I was like, oh, they'd match my sword and shield, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I might be tempted by them more so than the game, if anything. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I think I might buy the controllers before the game. <laughs> they, the 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 right hand one being the the master sword, and the left hand one being the Hylian shield. It's just, it's it's genuinely brilliant. They yeah. look really, really good. It fucking, it really boils my piss. That <laughs> okay for for, for one. Um, Skyward Sword launches on the 16th. Those controllers don't launch till the 21st. So you can't even play... If you wanted to have both, you can't even have both on day one. 
For two, Skyward Sword, when it came out on the Wii, launched with a golden Wiimote and cost, I think, 60 or 70 quid. Yeah. 60 or 70 quid will get you, at 60 quid, Skyward Sword HD. At 70 quid, those Joy-Cons. Not both. You know, so this is the the real thing. So they, they, they desperately tried. So they, they fixed the main problem. Because, admittedly, Skyward Sword in itself, play outside of context, is a good game. It's still, even if it completely worked as remake, it's still the lesser of all of the home console Zeldas. I know Twilight Princess has some people that really just don't dig with that game, but you'd be hard-pressed to have anyone argue that it's better than Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, Ocarina, Breath of the Wild, etc. But, it, it, it's like I said, it's a good game, but the main problem is Wiimote waggle i tried to go back and replay it like um about four or five years ago we've had the Wii, the the uh, motion plus thing still my Wii still perfectly fine and working but god it was unplayable i just couldn't i don't know how i got through it in the first place without chucking something out of a window but they've solved that problem it seems by whacking the master sword onto the right analog stick what that means for camera controls i don't know but they, they've at least tried to fix the main problem for me. Because if, if they just said, oh, no, it's just going to be on the Joy-Cons, I don't, I definitely wouldn't have bothered at that point. As in, like, they, they'd remap the entire game or something? Yeah, they just said, no, you, you, it can't be played on um, on any controllers. Now, of course, I, I don't think they'd want to do that because then that wipes out all of the new handhold-only switches they've released. And they'd be completely unable to play this game. So... It didn't overly surprise me that they made sure you can actually play it on controls, but um, it, it's still it, it's a it's a good idea. It's a novel concept. Like I said, I do wonder what that means for camera controls if you're losing the right analog stick and how um, what's the word I'm looking for? How compensatory it's going to be? How precise are you going to be needing to get the horizontal slice, um, slices for them to work and the diagonal ones or is it going to be quite lenient in that we'll have to see but that's a good tick but then the other problem was because you know how whenever they do a hd remaster or a remake of something the next day especially like game explained they'll get um, a video up that shows this is the original and this is the remake footage and we're gonna like in literally one for one this is those scenes y- you could put a gun to my head and say which one's the hd remake i wouldn't know (laughs) you're paying 60 quid for it doesn't look like they've like it's a little better don't get me wrong but this is not a a 60 quid leap forward on that game this does not look like it had that level of treatment they've just slightly tweaked there's bits where there's like they're doing close-ups of lincoln's elder where it's i swear to god it's the same footage yeah, it looks it looks amazingly similar. It's not even like how well um, Wind Waker held up, and then you put better lighting on it. It was like, oh wow, it really held up. It's not even like that. It's just this looks the same, and it's the same problem that Skyward Sword had in the beginning, in that it had a pretty piss poor color palette from the off. It yes, looked a bit it washed looks... out to begin with. Yeah, it's always looked a little bit like yeah, a little bit, a little bit plain, a little bit drab like not drab like twilight princesses which was doubling down on the grunge because they were like oh oh you didn't like the kiddiness of wind waker i'll fucking show you here (laughs) 
have all the angst you can eat. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh. Simpsons quote for everything. I love it. Oh, we've got a good pitch coming up soon, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, I've got about that. Real quick, we're finally going to do something about The Simpsons, considering we've mentioned them on basically every episode we've ever done. We've never actually done anything about The Simpsons. It's coming, people. It's coming. <laughs> it's uh, Darren has got Tiger Woods confidence about it as well. Tiger Woods confidence through the roof for that pitch. Nice. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Uh, yeah. Any more, any more words on Skyward Sword? No, not really. Like... Well, this thing, so the, the disappointment played a factor in it, but apparently, according to, I, I think at least two people have reported, it's been widely reported that these are two people in the know, of people saying, oh, I wanted Wind Waker, or oh, I wanted Twilight Princess, all saying the plan is still to release those this year. I think if they'd announced it alongside Skyward Sword, because people prefer Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to it, you'd kind of be cutting the legs off that game. Immediately, especially if you're not doing it as like a package deal, you, you're kind of robbing Skyward Sword of its chance to get a bit of momentum. So that's coming out. Did they say when this was coming out? Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was July 16th for the game, July 21st for the controllers. Cool. So if that's coming out in July, and then we get towards October time, and they do, I don't think they'll do a physical disc unless again they do like the collection that you sent me that mock-up of, where they chuck in ocarina or majora or whatever they did renew the um the trademark in australia on it was either spirit tracks or phantom Hourglass. so they could be gearing up to do like timeline specific stuff and do okay we're going to do two anniversary collections on either physical disc or on the e-shop number one you get the 3ds remakes of ocarina of time and majora's mask but playable on switch and you get twilight princess and then option two, you get Wind Waker, Spirit Tracks, and Phantom Hourglass. Um, my 3 still works, so I can still play Majora's Mask, Ocarina Time, all those ones still. Mm. But just just give me eShop, 20 quid on the eShop for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I'm buying both of those. You just so, know there's going to be some ungracious twat after, if they released both of those, and then it was like, well, where are my Oracle games? Uh, I, well, this thing, I don't actually know how well... Um, Link's Awakening did, like I know it was like critically well received, but I don't know how well that sold. If that did well, I could easily see them um, once Breath of the Wild comes out, the Breath of the Wild two comes out even the year after they go. Well, if you like that art style, we're going to do the Oracle games in that style as well. Um, but yeah, there'll be some. Tw- I mean, I'm still the twat who's like, can you please let me play Four Sword Adventures in some description? Oh, that's the yes, only please. hole I have. Yes, please. I, ju- I don't even particularly like. I don't think I'm going to enjoy them necessarily because they're more multiplayer games. I just need to play them for completionist sake. They're the only <laughs> two I haven't. <laughs> just to say you've played all of them. Yes, please, God, just do that. Like, charge whatever you want for them. I'll pay it. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's that's probably the working theories. They they didn't announce them now. Because they want, well, they want to wrap up the Mario 35 stuff and they want to keep Skyward Sword a chance. And then when Skyward Sword comes out, maybe the month or two after, they go, right, here's all the 35th anniversary stuff we do for Zelda. Animal Crossing stuff is coming for, uh, Zelda stuff's coming to Animal Crossing. We're doing uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on the eShop and so on and so forth. I don't know what else. You, you, they might time that alongside like, either the first or second wave of the Hyrule uh, Warriors DLC. And so on and so forth. Because, I mean, we didn't get the Mario 35th anniversary stuff until, like, when was that? Like, September time last year? Is that when so, it started? I can't remember. 
I feel like it was about that time. It was it was later on in the year. It wasn't like they started in January with here's the Mario 35 stuff. It was later on in the year. So, um, yeah, I think we'll get the same for Zelda. Yeah, probably. Uh, but that's all speculation. Something that isn't speculation was their, their final in it. Their one more thing, uh, which was Splatoon 3. A lot of people called this one, actually. I didn't think it was going to be... I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't think it was important enough to be a show closer. But uh, there you go, Splatoon 3. It's more Splatoon. It, it, it genuinely got me. I thought it was going to be like a completely different style of game. It looked like it was going to go for like an open world style thing. And mm. I'm like, oh, no, that tickles the pickle. That's that's a, an, an alteration to the formula. Let's see what that is. Nah, nah, it's uh, still a multiplayer game. Cool. I mean, I'll be honest, it looked like fucking cyberpunk for a little bit of it. <laughs> You're talking about it ran perfectly. <laughs> Good point. No one's head was flying off. Um, <laughs> yeah, they. Um, I, there was a bit where, because I was kind of stewing, because I thought I was thought, well, Breath of the Wild's coming. Maybe, maybe if we re- if we've been really good, they'll give us like the first glimpse of Metroid Prime Four. But instead, it was Splatoon, which I've never played, so not really all that invested. And there's a shot where the the inkling and whatever the little fish thing is. I just sat on a train for 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. with no music or no real context. I then just looking bored on a commuter train. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, I know that's an alien concept to most of the world now, what commuting used to be. But I'm like, wow, they're really just trying to push this as close to 50 minutes as they could. And they thought this, this is perfectly good content to get people excited about Platoon Breeze, the ability to commute to work with your little fish thing. <laughs> I think that's what would have made it interest more interesting if it is a bit more open world and like yeah you can go to because they seem to be going with the um with the city and the world having gone through like some kind of chaotic war it looks like which I think every I've heard people talking about the chaos ending of Splatoon two because there was like a, a contest where people fought for whether the world stayed in order or ended in chaos and then they were like right okay whatever this decision is we it will put it in the game but then they've put it in the sequel because you know pay for the thing you asked for um so mm. maybe there's people who are really up on the splatoon law that's straight away like that's exactly what we wanted i'm happy for those people i could have just done with a bit more innovation because splatoon 2 to splatoon 1 made sense of just being like slightly shinier with more guns because nobody played splatoon because it was on the wii u yeah splatoon 2 splatoon Splatoon 3 needs to be a bigger jump it needs to have more it needs to be substantially a bigger and better game and i'm not getting that because it didn't look like the the wandering around the wastelands thing is going to be anything other than just a big um, empty space to distance you and the matchmaking so eh We'll see. I'm I'm going to remain very quietly and very timidly optimistic that it will be a bigger and better game, but got to go off what I've seen, and I didn't see a fat lot. Yeah, fair enough. It, it didn't feel like Splatoon 2 was all that long ago. It was the launch of the system, wasn't it? Oh, uh, was it? If, if, not yeah, the, if not the launch, it was the year of the launch, I'm sure of it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's fine i guess like i don't know what exactly you do to that formula to really expand it whilst keeping people happy because i mean it is meant to be their answer to call of duty and stuff like that so 
I'm guessing there wasn't a battle royale mode in Splatoon 2. I don't believe so, no. Prepare yourself, because I, I would have thought one's coming. Like, they, they, they had to find a way to make, like, 20 different shades of green just so they can have, like, you know, 100 people on a map or whatever. But that would not surprise me if it's going to be Nintendo's first uh, furore into a, into a battle royale game. Oh, God, no. Look forward to it, Maggle, Maggle, Maggle. Why is why is Legend of Zelda 35th trending on uh, on Twitter right now? Oh, it's just. Check. I, believe, I think this might be the the day. Maybe I don't know. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, February 21st is apparently the day that the original one came out. Right. Okay. So we haven't missed anything. No, nah, we're good. We haven't missed anything. Sweet. Right. It was a bad direct. Uh, overall, it didn't really get uh, even red juices flowing. Some stuff in there that, you know, like the, the Skyward Sword announcement, more Hyrule Warriors, cool, but nothing nothing I would even really give like a thumbs up to. It's more just uh, some slightly interesting things. Hopefully, because they said this is for the first half. Fingers crossed, we'll get to the summer, they'll do it. I mean, to be fair. We are all anticipating a Pokemon Direct at some point next week for Pokemon's 25th anniversary. Um, we've got a Post Malone concert. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, going to have to watch that, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so the hope is... Because they, they didn't mention Pokemon Snap, which is releasing the first half of this year. And you would have thought if they're not having a Pokemon Direct next week, that would have made its way into... Um, would have made it rain to this direct, but there was literally no mention of it whatsoever. That points towards, you know, maybe they're going to lean on Pokemon to really carry them through the first half of the year with um, Snap, whatever the fuck Pokemon Unite is, and fingers crossed, remakes of Diamond and Pearl. It's got to be the only. That's going to be the only thing that's going to give Nintendo any momentum for the first half of this year. They kind of yeah. need to do that now. Yeah, and then hopefully it's that, and then if we can piggyback off of that later on in the summer around E3 time, if they're going to bother turning up, because um, they've said someone has pulled out of, e- of E3 already. One of the big publishers have decided, why pay, uh, I think it was like £100,000 to be part of the E3 thing, when they could, in theory, just wait a week, hold their own presser, dominate the news cycle. Um, but we don't know who that is. Like, if that is Nintendo, if you're DA or whoever, but if they put it a direct during E3 and really go balls to the wall for the second half of the year of, um, well, here's the big announcement on Breath of the Wild um, 2, here's, I don't know, the Zelda remakes, Pokemon remakes, we've got uh, hopefully something new um, coming out as well. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart 9 was the other big rumour that everyone wanted for this direct, so maybe they do that for the second half of the year, but... Yeah, maybe that maybe they, I, I was being expecting to like okay they'll wait the first six months of the new next gen consoles and then come out firing. Maybe they're gonna wait until 2022 and come out firing. Just give the PS5 and the Xbox Series X a whole year of of getting up to speed before they kind of start to fight back or whatever. But yeah, overall it was just we did it to ourselves. We hyped ourselves up. They hadn't promised to be, to be anything spectacular, but. Unless you're a real big fan of JRPGs, I don't feel there was anything here that really gave you faith that it's going to be an exciting six months to be a Switch owner. Not particularly, no, until we get that Pokemon Direct. And let's be real, there's only really two games on the Switch this year that are even remotely interested. Well, no, 
one game and one set of controllers. So, oh yeah, wait, no, yeah, yeah. oh wait, no, No More Heroes 3. Yeah, so, snap, No More Heroes 3. We, like I said, we don't know, we we don't know that it exists. We, we know that they're going to announce something next week for Pokemon. Whatever it is, if it is... I hope so. Let's go, Johto. If it is Diamond and Pearl, if it is something else we're not expecting that isn't a fucking always online MOBA game, um, then maybe that'll be good. Until then, you, you, you're, kind, you're kind of fucked it, Nintendo. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to say that, like, uh, what, like they, they spent all last year and probably the year before it trying to kill off the Direct. And I think if there's not another one after this, I don't think a lot of people will be that bothered. This could quite happily be the wet fart that this format ends on, which is a real shame, but it's the way of the world, I guess. I know, but this is the time to do it. Like They had such a captive audience. A million people were watching that direct. And, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's not like we've had lots of states of play either. So uh, you're still going to imagine it's the virus doing most of this kind of slowing down of new information. You would have thought, you know, what is it, uh, four months after the PS5 has launched, there'd be another state of play at this point, but there isn't. We don't know what plans change. We'll never know what plans change because of the, of the of corona. But, yeah, this wasn't... Uh, surely, even if they just had some... Real slight teases, I think that could have changed the whole perception. But overall, we have to end this episode being a little bit disappointed. A little bit. Being massively disappointed. <laughs> massively disappointed. But uh, fingers crossed for next week, eh? Let's see what that brings. Fingers crossed. And in the meantime, you can go and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatMikeOwen. You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at TheGutridge. You can go and follow the site on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the username FowleyNT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username FowleyNT or FowleyNT Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, you can go to FowleyEntertainment.com for more, uh, including all the year-end stuff. I say all the year-end stuff. Darren did his one article and I've left it far too late have also been <laughs> ill have also been trying to buy a house and I've still not done my end of year articles <laughs> oh kill me I actually had a lot to write about as well and and I feel like it's uh, it's going to go out the window a little bit which is a real shame but uh, you know life comes at you fast eh it does so in terms of what's coming up soon uh, we are going to be recording a review of the Channel 4 miniseries It's a Sin uh, so you can listen to that as well. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with uh, more information about the um, <laughs> the Pokemon Direct that hasn't been announced. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed something will come out of Pokemon's 25th. Uh, something will come out, whether it's substantive enough for us to talk about it on a podcast, we'll have to see. Um, we are preparing, as we said, a Simpsons-themed uh, pitch episode as well. More details on that coming soon. And in the next few weeks, we're going to get to review WandaVision. Which has just premiered its uh, seventh episode. I think there's only two more to go. There is. So, um, oh boy. I mean, there was a rumour that they were going to be an hour long at the end, but that's not manifested yet. But I know. Well, not yet, but I think they said the next two episodes, because I think some stuff happens in season seven, that, in episode seven even, that really kicks things into gear. Because I think they finally ran out of sitcoms to uh, parody, so I think the last two episodes will probably be hour lungs, but we shall see. But yes, in a few weeks' time, we'll be able to give you a review of that as well. Yep, so uh, keep tuned to that. I know you don't tune the internet down, don't even say it. Uh, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody! Bye!